This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about how to make our lives happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative. This week, we'll talk about why we should pay someone a meaningful compliment, and we will share many examples of those kinds of compliments, and we will discuss a very amusing and also enlightening know-yourself-better question. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth Kraft, you often call me your happiness bully, which weirdly and perhaps wrong-mindedly I take as a compliment. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretchen, I absolutely mean it as a compliment. I need my (laughs) happiness bully. If I feel like there's a way for you to get happier, I can get pretty insistent. (laughs) Just. But first, a few updates. Elizabeth, you have a huge update. I have a compliment for you, which is I am so impressed how quickly you and Sarah have gotten this major update going. Yes. So Sarah and I have been wanting to do another Happier in Hollywood retreat, and we are making it happen. It's going to be October 20th through 22nd, 2023. At the Johnny Cash Ranch in Ojai, which is so great, Gretchen. So cool. It's a place where Johnny Cash lived for a long time, and it's been redone, so it's beautiful, but it maintains the feel of Johnny Cash. Mm -hmm. The bottom of the pool has a big guitar tile piece. There's a record player that comes out of the wall. There's the man (laughs) in black room, and it's very cool. And yes, it's about how to get and keep a job as a TV writer. Mm -hmm. But I just want to say what we talk about applies to almost anything. Yeah. So if you're interested, but you're not a TV writer, it still could be right for you. So email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com for more information. That's happierinhollywood at gmail.com. 
course, space is limited, keeping it small enough that we can give everyone a lot of individual attention. And it's going to be tons of fun. So join us. Well, you guys did this before COVID and it was super successful. But then it like many things, I think you thought, oh, well, we'll do it again. But then all this time goes by. But then it was like, hey, we might do another one. And then I I turned around and it was all put together. It it felt like it came together very quickly once you decided to do it. It's sort of one of those things with the strike where Mm, the downside is that we're on strike. The upside is we have time to do something like this when often we absolutely don't have time to do something like this. So we said, let's seize the moment, do it while we can. So we are October 20th through 22nd. You could also go to our Facebook group for more information. Well, and the fact that when you were picketing, you ran into some of your former students. Yes. That's so vindicating. Who had met (laughs) at the retreat, become friends, and were picketing. So yes, that in fact is one of the things that really made us decide that we need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So it was so great to see them. It definitely spurred us on to do this. Oh, yeah. And Gretchen, you have a virtual workshop coming up. Yeah, you and I both have these fun things going, engagement things. This is a virtual workshop about the four tendencies, which, of course, I love to talk about. This is about the workplace. It's about 10 conflicts that come up over and over again in the workplace and how understanding the four tendencies can help you manage them, manage yourself, and perhaps of more interest, how to manage other people. It's 90 minutes. It'll be virtual. There's q and I'm really excited about this. It's going to be on Zoom on Tuesday, September 26th at 4.30 Pacific and 7.30 Eastern. And you can get more information and sign up at happiercast.com slash workshop. I mean, you'll get a guide to the four tendencies, but there are a lot of questions that come up over and over and over again about the four tendencies in the workplace. So this is just a chance to really talk through how to manage those. So I'm excited. This is an excellent idea for anyone, especially if you're in a sort of leadership role and you're managing a team. I mean, this is so good. Well, and the thing is, Elizabeth, you and I love to talk shop. Yes. So this kind of thing for us is so fun because it's a chance to talk about ideas and and solutions. Yeah. Maybe we should have a podcast where we talk about our (laughs) ideas. Hey, there you go. There you go. Good idea. There you go. Well, this week's Try This at Home suggestion is to pay someone a meaningful compliment. This is one of these things that can seem very small when you're doing it, and it can have a completely disproportionate outcome to the person who hears it. Yes. The thing is about a compliment is you don't even know the impact that you're having on someone. You don't know that they take that away and like think about it later, maybe years later. And it's an easy thing to do and it has such a huge impact. And one of the things, and we're going to, we have a bunch of examples from listeners of meaningful compliments and it's so beautiful. It's so, I hate to use the word heartwarming, but it is so just heartwarming to hear these compliments and you can exactly imagine why they would have meant so much to somebody but you could imagine that they would change people's careers they would help them stick with a difficult career energize them but here's the thing they're meaningful and just flattery is not the same thing as true meaningful praise and what people over and over is they will say this person understood my values this was the thing that i had been laboring for and someone showed me that i had achieved it it's pay someone a compliment But it's a meaningful compliment, and it can be transformative. Yeah, absolutely. 
Gretchen, recently this actually happened to me on mm. the picket line. Oh, yeah. I was on the picket line and I ran into a writer who's now extremely successful. I had worked with her, I don't know, at least 10 years ago. And she said, oh, I have been wanting to tell you that advice you gave me 10 years ago, I still think about and call oh. upon. Oh, And she's like, I've been wanting to tell you that. Thank you. And it was, of course, especially now in a time when I'm feeling a bit despondent and the yeah. whole, you know, about the strike, it really did make my day, if not right. my week, right. to hear that. And it was about how to handle the pressure of the writer's oh, room, basically, sure. right. and, and how not to lose who you are in the writer's room. Well, but so it's it's a good example of why this is so meaningful to you, because that is a really, really high value, is like trying to help other people. I mean, we were sort of joking about the podcast and everything, but that is a very deep value that you have, which is, how can I make it easier for other people? This can be really hard. So can I make it more transparent or give yeah. people the advice I wish I'd gotten? And so here you are hearing that you did that. And it was nice because this is someone I really admire. She's a fantastic uh, writer. Uh, She's also a fantastic leader. So yeah. That made it even more great to hear. Right. Because she had your admiration and respect too. Yeah. Well, for me, somebody said to me that I took criticism better than anyone he'd ever worked with, which is particularly valuable to me because I feel like that is a weakness of mine. Like I have to work really hard. I have all these psych up exercises that I do and reminders that I make and mantras that I have to stay open to criticism and, and not to be defensive and to like always be focused on doing something better. And so for him to say that showed me that I was doing that well, at least with this one in this one area, with one person, I was doing it well. So again, that was meaningful because it showed me that I had successfully addressed something that I had really been working on and that I thought was important. And Gretch, that shows me that you really put your ideas into practice (laughs) because I know that is really hard for you. So it really shows (laughs) that you actually do all these things that you talk about because you have evolved to be able to take the criticism because I think especially as an upholder, it's the rigidness, it's not wanting to feel like you made a mistake or did something wrong. So the fact that you can conquer that, I think, is amazing. I think that is an awesome compliment. So, Lizzie, let's go through some from listeners, and let's just do these rapid fire because I think it's much more interesting to hear what everybody had. So let's not even really comment on it. These are just beautiful to read. Okay, Daryl says, at one of my annual reviews, my supervisor told me he wished he had my skills in dealing with negative people. Greatest review I ever received. Ray said, when my young son said he saw the world differently from his friends, when I asked what he meant, he said it was because his mother was an artist and was always saying, look at the light in that cloud, look at the texture of that tree, look at how many colors in that rock. And so he was always noticing details they missed. Carly says, I once was guest lecturing on the topic of end of life in a class at a community college. The professor's teenage daughter was sitting in the back doing homework. After the class, she told her mom, listening to her speak was like soul food. I took that as one of the highest compliments I've ever had, especially coming from a teenager. Amy said, when my daughter said, I know it must have been very hard for you as a single mom, but all I remember about my childhood is fun. 
We had so much fun. Carolyn says, I saw an article in the local paper about a woman business owner and sent her an email congratulating her on her success. I mentioned that I was the founder of the local chapter of the National Association of Women Business Owners. And she responded, I know who you are. I've watched you for years and you are my inspiration. Brought tears to my eyes. Pat said, I had helped a young client with a very difficult problem. I got in trouble with my boss, but was glad I helped. Years later, I walked into a store and she ran up to me shouting, here she is, my angel. (laughs) What a wonderful feeling. Kimberly said, I'm a reporter. I've had multiple people say that I am fair, that I tell the full story. And someone I respect recently said he reads my stories but never knows how I feel personally. To me, those are the greatest compliments any reporter can receive. Julie said, my 28-year-old daughter told me a sincere thank you. I am so incredibly grateful to have such a great mom that is always on my side. I said, aw, thanks, sweetie, with tears. Then she continued, mom, no, please, understand, not everyone has a great mom, and I just really want you to know I love you so much, and I appreciate everything you've done to help us. It feels freeing knowing I have at least one reliable parent. Some people are not lucky. Some people my age had terrible parents, but I need you to know you did good. You went above and beyond for me, and I see it still. She had had a conversation with one of her coworkers who had a hurtful childhood, and she said all she kept thinking while trying to be empathetic of how lucky she is. I had to pull my semi-truck over because I had to enjoy the moment. It was not easy for us. I had her, my only child, when I was 16. I worked my way off welfare, and we worked as a team through her teen years and college years. Trust me when I say kids do not come with books, and I was clueless and just used common sense and mutual respect raising her. I never badmouthed her dad or really anyone in her presence. I winged it, every decision, everything. This was the best anyone ever said to me. My heart is full, and I'm thankful more and more for her every day. Mm-hmm. Ginny says, one of my college professors said I had one of the most interesting minds he'd ever met. Marge says, sounds weird, but the nicest thing that someone said to me was from my ex-husband's girlfriend. She said, you feel sorry for me, don't you? It made me feel like it wasn't only me that had problems with that man, and I could pat myself on the back for finally having left him. Emily said, when I first met my future father-in-law, we sat around talking for an hour, and when we parted, he said, I feel like I've known you a long time already. Alexis said, when I introduced one friend to another, she later said to me, I've never met a friend of yours I didn't like. You are incredible at making good friends with good people. I started to cry. It's such a strong value of mine, and she saw deep into my soul. Amy said, during a difficult parenting event, my husband said I was... Quote, winning at parenting. Ruth said, a former patient in our ICU told me recently that when I came into his room, it was as if an angel had come in. It made me cry. He survived a terrible accident. Becca says, it was a homeless veteran back when I worked at a VA homeless veteran center. I was a caseworker, which meant helping my vets get a job, develop financial skills, get medical, physical, and substance treatment. He gave me a card when he moved out of the center into his own place. In it, he wrote, you are the joy of Christmas morning. The joy and hope you share every day changes everyone's life around you. You are the light in this dark world. I carried that card with me for many years. Virginia said, one of my sons told me in high school that his friend observed about me. It's great how you can talk to your mom about anything, but you can tell she doesn't put up with any crap. 
I was amused and touched that my son shared that with me. Mary said, this is one I think you'll appreciate. When I was in high school, my sisters and I were walking home from the bus stop, talking and laughing, obviously enjoying each other's company. A neighbor was walking with her visiting mother and said to her, can you believe it? They're sisters. That sisterly bond still remains, and I'm grateful every day. Sandy said, you are the music and laughter of this house said to me by my mother-in-law. Susan said, my special compliment was a colleague recently told me that I was appreciated because I stand up for others at work, including those with less status and pull. I do that, but I didn't think people recognize that. Um, Now, Elizabeth, I have a compliment for you, a meaningful compliment, something that I've never told you, I don't think in so many words, which is, I'm so astonished and impressed and amazed at how you have essentially grown into the role of being kind of a startup founder. I mean, every time Hmm. you start with a show or a pilot, the budget is millions of dollars. There's dozens, if not hundreds of employees. There's incredibly tight deadlines. There's big egos. There's high stakes. And you do it. And I'm like, how does she know how to do it? You have grown into that role, and it's amazing to me. So, Oh, well, well thank done. you, Gretch. Thank you. My meaningful compliment for you, and I have to say it's about me. <laughs> you always make me believe in myself. You have the oh. ability to make me believe in myself, even when I am not believing. And I think that is a great gift. So thank you for that, because I call upon you often, and you're always ready and willing to get me to believe in myself. Oh, well, thank you. Well, these are wonderful. We could read these all day long. uh, I will put a link in the show notes if you want to go onto social media and see other things that people said, because it really is just so fascinating. Let us know if you do try this at home and how paying someone a meaningful compliment works for you or what meaningful compliment you received. Can't get enough. Let us know on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubina.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 447. Coming up, we have a very practical hack related to Venmo. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for this week's happiness hack. Yes. Okay, so I read about this in the New York Times, and I will post a link to it if you want to have the instructions written out. But in a nutshell, if you use Venmo, 
there is a very important thing you want to check. And I raise this because, Elizabeth, I realized as your sister that you had made this mistake because I was seeing your Venmo transactions myself. And I was like, Mm -hmm. how is this even possible? Am I showing my Venmo transactions to everybody I know? Anyway, clearly we all want to have our transactions private, I would think. So if you want to make sure that your day-to-day life is not being broadcast to your contacts in Venmo... You need to go to the settings. I'm not going to go into it because it's easier to have them written out, but I will put them in the show notes. Again, it's happiercast.com slash 447. I will also put a link into the New York Times article where I got this information. But just be aware that if you have not changed your settings, you may be, as you were, Elizabeth, unwittingly sharing your contact information, and your transaction information. And so it's just something you want to be very mindful about. So if you use Venmo, just take a second and check that. Yes, and I changed it and it took 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't know until I told you. I did not know. Yeah. Now here's a know yourself better question. And this one is so fun. Yes, I love this, Gretch. We had a fun time talking about it. Yes. So this came up, I was having a conversation with a friend And somehow we started talking about dyeing hair. And my friend said that dyeing her hair was the least me thing she did. So, you know, (laughs) we all do things that are sort of consistent or typical, but then we all do some things where you're like, wow, that's the least me thing I do. Now I keep asking everybody, what's the least you thing you do? So, for instance, I would say about Jamie, my husband Jamie, Getting choked up at romantic comedies, which he loves, he loves romantic comedies, is the least Jamie thing that Jamie does. Now, of course, the minute somebody does something that's atypical, then it becomes very characteristic. But at least at first glance, you're like, huh, I wouldn't have pictured Jamie as like a big softy and lover of rom-coms, but there he is. Yes, Jamie is the last person that I would expect to be even watching a rom-com, much less tearing up. Oh, loves them. Elizabeth, for you, I was thinking about what is the least Elizabeth thing that I can think of that you could do, and it's that your stress reaction is buying conservative suits. <laughs> if you know Elizabeth, that is not a very Elizabeth thing to do. I know. I wouldn't have expected. <laughs> and therefore, I have these suits, Gretch. We're going to see each other, and I'm going to have the opportunity to wear yes. one, and I'm so happy because I have these suits that I don't need. Gretchen, I was thinking about this for myself. And a thing that I thought that was so un-me is my dog mania. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so un-me to be like loving the dogs and going to the dog bakery, having pictures of them everywhere. Everyone I know is just astonished by it. It's just not my personality. Well, and Elizabeth, I would say not only that, but it's un-Elizabeth to even have a dog. Then it was even more un-Elizabeth to have two dogs. And then it's even more un-Elizabeth to like be dog everything. Corgi Corgi nation. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But it's so uncharacteristic and then it becomes deeply characteristic. It's very funny. Now, Gretchen, for you, I think one of the most un-Gretchen things you do is watch and love Claim to Fame, the reality show. (laughs) It's true. It's true. This is a good example of why this is a useful question. Because the reason that I watch Claim to Fame is because my daughters, Eliza and Eleanor, loved it. And they kept saying, you should watch, you should watch. And then I was like, well, this will be good for us to talk about. It'll be a good bonding thing. It's Elizabeth, you say this. 
in a writer's room, if everybody's yeah. talking about a TV show or in any office, it's a good way to connect with other people is to watch something that they're interested in on TV. But then I watched it and then I was like, oh my gosh, we have to binge the whole season because I have my prediction about who's going to win. And I think it's a very clever show. So it's a good example how sometimes doing something uncharacteristic can expand your sense of identity and get you out of your rut and get you to do something like get two dogs. Yes. Another thing, Gretchen, because you always talk about how music isn't your thing. And so you getting so into Paul McCartney. Yep. Right. That was very on you. But see, again, the reason that I did that is because you said, hey, I really think you're going to love this documentary, Get Back. And because I trusted your judgment, I did something which I wouldn't usually do because I'm like, I don't care about that. And then I got really into it. So it's a great thing to keep in mind. And this is just a really, now I, I can say this because I've been quizzing everybody in my <laughs> life about this. It's a really, really fun thing to talk about with your friends and family because it's illuminating. It gives you a sense of yourself and where you might want to go. And I, I don't know. It's fun. Yes. The, and I just think the idea, and I've said this before about getting the dogs, the idea that there's something new out yes. there about yourself yes. that you never knew yes. is very exciting yes. and hopeful. It's like you yes. don't know what the future holds for you. You may be a person who does like dogs, or you may yes. be a person who does enjoy pickleball. Yes. So um, you can try it and see. Yeah. And I think asking yourself this kind of question is a way that sometimes can show you possibilities and directions that you might not otherwise consider just in the busyness of everyday life. All right, Gretchen. Well, it would be fun to hear from yes. listeners yes. what is the un-them thing they yes. do. Yes. So yes. let us know. That'd be so fun. And Gretchen, coming up, you give yourself a demerit related to one of our family's favorite restaurants in Kansas City. But first, just break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. 
Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm -hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Gretch, it is time for demerits and gold stars, and you are up this week with a happiness demerit. Yes, and when we talk about Kansas City restaurants, you know, you might think, hey, Gretchen's going to say something about Winstead's, but no, <laughs> or she's going to talk about barbecue. But this is related to Princess Gardens, which is one of our favorite restaurants in Kansas City. It's a Chinese food restaurant. And we went there the last time we were all in Kansas City. We went with the Schultzes, which is this family that we're super close to. We're all sitting around this big table, chatting away, getting caught up. There was so much to talk about. And so my demerit is that I didn't really pay attention to the taste of the food. Like, this is mm. food that we don't go, it's not like Winston's where we go like the minute our feet touch Kansas City soil. We don't often go to Princess Gardens. We don't go every visit. And it's very distinctive, and I love it. And it's it has so many memories. But I was so engaged with talking to everybody, which is good. Yeah. But I didn't step out of that moment for even 30 seconds with every dish that I was eating to just really say, like, Ooh, this is the this is the mushu pork that I love so much. Let me really and it's been the same way our whole lives. And of course, my neglected sense is taste. Elizabeth, your neglected sense is taste. Yes. And I think this is the kind of thing that if your neglected sense is taste, you do, which is you forget to like really dial into the pleasure of taste because now I think now I want to go back. And really enjoy it because I didn't really experience it. And here I just finished writing the book about it. You know what I mean? So it just shows how it can be hard to yes. overcome our nature. Yes. And Gretchen, if anybody wants to take the five senses quiz and discover their neglected sense, where should they go? Yeah. GretchenRubin.com slash quiz. Okay. It's just a short free quiz. And it will tell you if, you're, if your neglected sense is taste, like Elizabeth and me, or if it's something else. But listen, take us up. What is your gold star? All right, Gretchen, I am giving a gold star this week to my writing partner and co-host of Happier in Hollywood, Sarah. Yeah. Also my co-leader of our Happier in Hollywood retreat, which is what this gold star is related to. So we had to do, you know, materials for the yeah. retreat, written materials, explaining what it is, when yeah. it is, all of that. And Sarah really took the lead on the creative for that, which mm -hmm. was super time consuming because you have to pick the font and you have yeah. to get it all right. And, you know, it, these things take time. And it was very designed. I mean, since I saw it, like yes. there was a lot of design elements, it wasn't just Times Roman font. Yes. And it's not just straightforward. There was a lot of making it interesting and fun yes. and the Johnny it Cash. It really looks and, beautiful. Yeah. 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 So I give her a gold star for taking the lead on that and mm -hmm. really putting her Yourself into it because I think it turned out beautifully. If anybody wants to see it, email me at happierinhollywood at gmail.com and I will send it to you. So I give her a gold star because, you know, sometimes as a team, one person just has to take the lead on yeah. something and she yeah. did that and it yeah. looks beautiful. Oh, that's great. 
Gold star to Sarah. Gold star to Sarah. The resource for this week, there's going to be a jumpstart in the Happier app about refreshing your work rhythms. We often say September is the other January. It's kind of a clean slate, a fresh start. Everybody's kind of getting back into routine. And so this jumpstart is seven days of prompts for reevaluating and reorganizing your work life. And that starts September 17th. And also you can now turn on notifications for jumpstarts because a lot of people you know, are like, I don't want to miss a day. So figure that out. You can find out more, go to thehappierapp.com, or you can just download it from the App Store or Google Play if that's easier. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading Bad Summer People by Emma Rosenblum. And I'm reading Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Pay someone a meaningful compliment. Let us know if you tried it, if it worked for you, what compliment did you give or get? Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cades 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate us. And here's the thing. If you don't know how to rate, because it's easy to do, but if you have never done it before, it's like everything. It's kind of complicated the first time to figure it out. Go to happiercast.com slash rating and the very easy instructions will make it very easy. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Elizabeth, I would love to count the number of items in your house that have corgis on them now. Because oh. I feel like every time I come, I'm like, there's more on the fridge. There's more on the counter. There's there's, there's just corgi salt and pepper shakers. It's, I it's, know. It's Jack's friend said, why do you have these everywhere? And I said, because we love our dogs. And he said, I love my dog, but I don't have these pictures everywhere of my dog. And, you know, and I said, well, it's a corgi thing. <laughs> I love it. From the Onward Project. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.